making friends, how people were towards you. How was that like? Oh God, you know, you got what every black girl goes through. Like, oh, can mm. I touch your hair? Oh, oh you know, I had white guys going up to me say, oh, I listened to Tupac um, and Biggie. Not whatever. the Tupac and the Biggie. Listen, <laughs> I, they thought it was like cool. Or, like, I didn't know what they were trying to do. That I was like, cool, like awesome. It's like, just weird. I'm a classic man. Hello, you're welcome to episode 13 of the Classic Manny Show. It is your boy, V1, the only... As I like to say, I'm not the only one in the household today. I've got the beautiful Kemi in the building. This stunner, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How are you doing, honey? How are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing, queen? Oh, I'm good, thanks. I'm a bit hot. But okay, like, oh my gosh. Like, the weather today, it's so I nice. almost made a mistake and wore a jumper. I was, I'm a little bit late. Can I have to take it off last minute? Let's five minutes before I have to leave the house. Listen, I took it off. I'm I said, nope. to leave the house in the hoodie. I said no, not today. Because <laughs> UK weather yeah, is hard because you never know how to dress because they said it was going to be cold at some point of the day. So I'm like, do I wear a jumper? Do I wear a t-shirt? Honestly. So listen, my mom was like, listen, Manuel, don't play yourself. <laughs> don't play yourself. Listen. No, but I'm so thankful for your little gift. Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> grateful. We're going to talk about what you do in a bit. Yeah. But because of time, we're going to go straight into the classic fave for this episode. And we're going to talk about the one, the only, oh Khalees. I love that. Yes. So I will let you start by talking about how she's influenced you, how you became a fan, all that good stuff. Oh my God. I don't know. I feel like I've just loved her like mm. ever since I could remember. And like my mum is also a huge fan as well. Is it? Yeah. Come like on. it's very like rare that me and my mum actually have like mm. similarities. <laughs> Literally, because like obviously she's like all. I mean, I love Michael Jackson and stuff. She's like yes. very into like Michael Jackson, mm. like Prince, yeah. like you know Shalimar, like all them. Lot. I think she Loki got me into. It's Khalees. Khalees. Yeah, yes. uh, I think it's because she's always been this badass person who's just you know defined yes. like the fight against like you know all the norms I'm and stuff. You. She set the like the path for like so many like alternative yes. Yes. black R and B girls. You. I'm telling like, you, her fashion sense, the fashion. Like, oh my god, <laughs> like her iconic green afro. Yes, like, you know what? Like, when you think about Khalees, that's the first thing you think about the, the matching glasses, the matching hair, Listen. the aesthetic, the vibes. Oh, oh my goodness! I feel like for me as well, I first heard of her when I was obviously a kid, like seven, eight. I just want to know what what business did we have singing <laughs> my milkshake with the boys in the yard at the age of seven and eight. <laughs> I thought it was an actual milkshake, vanilla, chocolate, but it's a kind of vanilla and chocolate she was oh, talking about. Oh, yeah, that was a very different <laughs> How has she impacted your style today as a creative? How has she inspired you, if she has? Um, To be honest, she's just, like, one of the few alternative, like, people out there that I've just really loved. Because, like, growing up, like, I just, I didn't really like wearing, like, just normal, like, things. Like, yeah. I don't know. I guess I always wanted to look a bit different. Yeah. And oh, express your own identity isn't from young, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. And she was just one of the like few black girls out there because yes. you know I had majority like white friends growing up, and like mm-hmm. you went through the whole like you know like the whole like emo phase. Oh, and, lot like, of the emo now. Yeah, <laughs> not like, emo. Yeah, like Paramore, like <laughs> and Panic and the Disco, like yes. really like define like yes. my sort of style growing up. I never really saw any black mm. woman doing that sort of thing That's as well. True. It's true. Um, it was very so, rare. You know, like she really like was ahead of her time, mm-hmm. though. especially like during her time when she came mm-hmm. uh, onto the scene, like yep. in the late nineties. Yeah. You had like the Britney Spears, and mm-hmm. you had like the Christina Aguilera. Yeah. There were like no black women yes. doing it like that. Yes. You know. Yes. You know? Obviously, true. you had people like Brandy as of well, course. but like it was very different. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, but in terms of even like Kalisa Styles, it just stood out compared to the rest. Obviously, the Aaliyahs, yeah. the TLCs, all that Listen, kind of stuff. But still, no one she stood apart. No was doing it like her. Like, yeah. Literally, like, I feel like she's inspired so mm. many people. Yeah. You know, from the 2000s, like, even now. Even now. You know what's so funny, yeah? I was listening to Dua Lipa's recent album, and I think it's the title track on that album. What's the album called again? Future Nostalgia? Oh, yeah. It gave me serious Khalees vibes, so like inspiration wise, in terms of like the talk singing, the yeah. instrumental. So I definitely feel like she's impacted music even today. I feel like she's set a standard that you know because I feel like she's not what well, I'll say like a powerhouse vocalist but I don't mm. think everyone needs to be a powerhouse vocalist I feel like even there's times when she's done ballads and like you can hear her actually singing like it's people are saying yeah. oh she's not like the Whitney's but not everyone has to be a Whitney if that no, makes but sense. if you hear certain like tunes like she actually yes. does belt out yes like, yes it's not every time she, I'm telling like, you it's, it's not it, even like, like, she has to she doesn't have yeah. to I think 1999 mm-hmm. when she dropped yeah. Kaleidoscope obviously that was a heavily produced album by the Neptune yes now let's love get into that so what are your thoughts on Kaleidoscope <laughs> oh I love Kaleidoscope so much like obviously like the Neptune sound is so iconic you yep. can hear it like literally yep. any sound like any song that you hear mm-hmm. you can automatically hear that it's neptunes yes um like that i just love four it, count honestly. b at the beginning as well yeah. that iconic four count b come <laughs> on <laughs> i know it's ironic we're gonna be talking about scissors latest single which was produced i believe by the neptunes as well yeah it? It so we're gonna get into that in a bit but um, yeah, that album love it, love is it. amazing so what are honestly. your favorite albums apart from that i know you got to listen to it this week again so what, are you, what are your thoughts? I saw you. I saw you sharing it. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love Taste. I think Taste is my favorite mm-hmm. album. Ooh. Like, oh, it's just honestly, it's just. I think that's where she album. found herself. I think, that's, I think that's where she really became her own. I think she even had control production wise as well. Yeah, so I think she did. it's just a bit. I think it came out in two thousand and three. Um, let me yeah, look, yeah, look no, it did. no, you're right. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. It is. Gonna make sure not giving people alternative facts, you know. <laughs> but definitely an amazing album. I feel like even her image at that time, it just everything just came together so nicely. Of course, we've got the milkshake, iconic got millionaire featuring yeah. Andre Three Thousand. Oh, one more song that I love. What's the song that I love again on this album? Um, Trick me. Oh, uh, oh hey, come on, that song slaps. Oh <laughs> it my reminds me of my childhood. Listen, it reminds me of my childhood. It was such a varied album. There's literally yep. so many yep. genres on the yep. album. Yep. And to be honest, like I feel like that's a recurring theme with mm. all her albums. Yeah. She always likes to mix it up. Yes. There's never just one never genre. Just one. Never just like one. that's what I love so much about mm. her. Yeah. And like you know, radio stations mm. during that time they didn't really know how to like categorize her. Is she R and B? Is she rock? Is she hip hop? But you know what? That's still an issue today. Like for example, with Chloe X Halley, it's not Haley, right? It's Halley. Halley. Chloe X Halley with Do It, they still put them under R and B whilst it's quite pop as well. Like it's they, very pop. It's weird. Like I don't know why they can't categorize people. I don't think people should be categorized in the first place. But if a song mm-hmm. is specifically pop, put them there. Don't be shy to put a black person in pop. Honestly, it's, it's just honestly, it's just literally just stereotyping. Oh gosh, it's know? annoying because they're black. Mm. They, they must be hip hop or they must be R and B. I'm telling you. Because the worst one, oh my god, going against that. I was not part of the plan of the, today's episode, but the <laughs> weekend win that award. Is it for Blind oh Lights, my right? Good. What was the meaning, Jackie? No. <laughs> what, 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 what was the meaning? What was the meaning? <laughs> no. I was, no. I was so irritated. Can I know Nicholas that. from Don't Like the Stands podcast, as that's pod, it was for short. <laughs> he did an article, because you know he's a journalist as well, so he did an article about it. And it was like, you can't be wrongfully putting people in the wrong category. Like, oh I know he's had moments where he's done the traps, done the R&B, all that kind of stuff, but that song is specifically very pop. It's a bit on the R&B and it's he very, won it. It's very synth pop, like very yes. 80s synth yes. pop. And it's like, how can you now go and categorize that as R&B? It is ridiculous. Like, it is ridiculous. No. But for me, when it comes to Khalees, though, as I said, the style, amazing. The sound, distinctive. Like, you can hear on the radio... And you just tell, yeah, that's Khalees there. Even when she went into the EDM era as well. Oh, she was what really a up time. in her oots, oots bag. 
Oh my god. She was in it to win it. Of course, I think that album was produced by um, Will I Am. Mm-hmm. David Greta as well was on it as well. I've got a love hate relationship with him, David Greta, but it is well. It is well. I know. My soul. A lot of people have a love hate relationship. But you know, I feel like one. what I love about Khalid is that she never put herself in one box. And I feel like she paved the way for a lot of these eyes, like Rihanna, for example, who can now do mm-hmm. other sounds outside of maybe R and B. So she can do the pop. She can do the mm-hmm. dance floor. She can do the rock with what now, for example. So I feel yeah. like she definitely paved the way for a lot of these artists today that are allowed to explore oh, outside. Sure. Of the of the norm when the stereotype and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. 100%. so what are your favorite songs? I know we spoke about albums. What are your specific oh, oh favorite songs from Khalid? You know what I was thinking about earlier, and it's just so hard. Right. You know what? Like <laughs> I think from her first album, yeah. Obviously, call out there. It's just yes. it has to be. Oh, like. I believe that was also a single as well, yeah. I loved yeah. it. I loved it too. No, honestly. I love that. Let me go for my list as well for the first album. I've also wrote down my favourite songs. Ghetto Children. I love Ooh, Ghetto yeah. Children. Oh my God, that one, Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Suspended. Mm-hmm. I love Game Show. And last one, Wouldn't You Agree, which was the last yeah. song on the album. That album, there's no skips. There's actually no skips. Honestly, it's such an easy project to listen to. So nice. So simple. And of course, I love Tasty as well, which was her third album. I, said, I love Trick Me, Milkshake. Flashback as well. Flashback. Mm. It slaps it slaps severely as well as millionaire featuring andre 3000 amazing stuff i really love glow you know which on the album yeah glow on tasty i don't know i just i guess i just love a lot of you know 70s like yeah. 80s like feels mm-hmm. it just really gives it to me yes, so it's just yes, one of my faves yes, yes. but yeah honestly all of the songs on there like mm-hmm. Yeah, I love them all. It's really hard. <laughs> it's only like, it's, oh my god, it's such a struggle. I think that she has a good catalogue of music and I feel like that's why she can now branch out to do her cooking stuff, yeah. being a chef. Like I, I read that. I oh read like god. her last project I think was called Food, isn't it? Which was obviously yeah. in honour of what she does, which is cook amazing meals. I think she yeah. has a lot of sources as well. Of course, you know what? She also got married to Nas a long time ago in Bethlehem. I was divorced later on. <laughs> they came out with also abusive. So it's, it's just, yeah. she's had a journey, you know, but I'm just yeah, happy that she's able to persevere through it all. Definitely yeah. love her. Yeah, Peggy actually like lives on a farm now with her husband. Is it? Yeah. And you wow. know, she just had her, her baby. Yes, yes, yeah, I remember Yeah, that, like yeah. last week or so. But she's, okay. Just last week? I think, was it last week or week before? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was really... Congrats to her. Yeah. I don't know if listening to this now, know, but... I don't know. Congrats don't, yeah, to her. No one hold me to this, by the way. No one hold me. <laughs> like, I know she was but, a kid, yeah. but I didn't even know it was that recent. I think it was really recent. It was either like late august or like wow congrats to her congrats to her that's all for khalees our classic fave (laughs) use the hashtag tcm show to let us know your thoughts on khalees your favorite songs project her journey how she inspired you and all that good stuff (laughs) we're now going to go into the latest releases (laughs) i'm laughing (laughs) because we're going to go into big sean's album detroit 2 i know kemi told me her thoughts very briefly (laughs) before today (laughs) My sis has got some thoughts. I'm gonna let her start first before I share my thoughts. What's your thoughts on Detroit too? <laughs> you know what, actually? Okay, what, mm-hmm. okay, listen. When I first listened to the whole album, yes. I was like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I being punished? <laughs> unprovoked. Punished, unprovoked. <laughs> like, why, buddy, buddy? I think you need more listens than the first list. I feel like the issue with releases today is that there's just so many music to consume at the same time. Like, yeah. it's hard. If you listen to a good project before, you listen to that, of course, you're going to feel like, what the hell is this? But I think if you give it its own time to listen to it, your thoughts might change. For me, I think before the album came out, I knew what I was going to get myself into because I know him as a vibes guy. He's just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> just vibes. I don't, I don't listen to him expecting to hear... 
Expected to hear not like he's a bad rapper, but of course, I feel like he gives me like Sweetie vibes. He gives me this good vibes, you know? Screaming! <laughs> Sweetie! <laughs> like, Sweetie, like, you know, give us some. Uh, he, he, he's he's not, not feature rapper yeah, vibes. Yeah, I'm telling you, you know? Oh, no, no. <laughs> good night. <laughs> good night. You know? I like his previous projects. Of yeah. course, I know it's gonna just be good vibes. I think I saw the features. There's 2088. You know, I love. Ooh, oh, you know, oh I love the 2088. Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> Erica Badu Skits, not Skits. Erica Badu skit, sorry, where she also did her thing. I think she spoke about her love life or something. Oh, I was like, that is a journey. But I think, as I said, it's just vibe. There are a few mm-hmm. songs that I've grown to love. And I off the top of my head, Lithuania featuring Travis Scott. Really? I do love it. I love it. Really? It's just vibes. It's just vibes. <laughs> about that one you know what I yeah I feel, like, I feel like Travis Scott is who um, Quavo aspires to be <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Quavo looks wise but in terms of the rap department, oh, looks wise you know? yeah I feel like I just leave it there the looks I think apart from that <laughs> It ain't it, y'all. It ain't it, y'all. I'm so finished. I feel like he ruins songs for me. I feel like Quavo, he did, oh, every time he's on a, on a song as a featuring artist. Mm, really? Mm, mm. I actually don't mind him. I don't like, what else I like no. on the album? I know I like, I like some songs. What do you like on the album? Um, Obviously, Body Language. Yes. You know what that's like? Rihanna Reject. Yeah, what you say? It's a huh? Rihanna Reject. She's written the song. It must be an auntie. It must be it's an auntie. No way. But I said, what? But I couldn't really right imagine her on that song, though, to be honest. I feel like I there's a lot of songs I've heard that, that she's rejected. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, same old love. One, it makes sense. Find your love with Drake. I don't know how she'll sound on that. So she was just what? a lot of songs. But oh, this one, man. I couldn't really imagine her on this song. Me neither. I don't know no. how it would fit onto the no. anti album. I think that's why I feel like that she rejected it because I can't imagine it fitting to the album or even fitting to the sound. And that was a very general. varied album too. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. One of the best albums I've heard in my lifetime. Oh my God. Yes. Love it. I love me some Riri. I love me some Riri. What were your favorite songs? Um, on the album. Yeah, I liked Walls with um, Post Malone. Love it. Yeah. You know, I wish it was featuring Chris Brown. Ooh. I could hear it. I, I could hear, hear Chris it, Brown actually. all over this. I feel like that would be his chance for him to step out of his comfort zone. I feel like with Chris, in recent years, I've fallen out of love with him musically. Oh, yeah. You know, it's been a good collaboration he for him. He, I feel like he releases, like, occasional bops. Yeah, it's like, go crazy. Is like, a bop, like... But I don't feel like it sticks, like, yeah. grits. Give me yeah. another I was going to talk about in a bit as well that I feel like his single... But we're going to stick with Chris for now. But I think, as I said, of the Wolves, I wish Chris was on it. It would have been a good sound film. But Post Malone did it justice too. Yeah. What like, else? Um, Guard Your Heart. Let me um, see. Do I like that one? Let me see. Uh, like that one it? has Anderson Pack, and I love yep. Anderson Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that. I liked it this morning. But I also loved, um, let me see. Um, Zen the fuck out. So ZTFO. Yeah. That one's a, as I said, he's a vibes Zen artist. <laughs> Zen the fuck Zen. out. It's so Zen. simple, but it hits. I love 28 Days One. Time in. We need a second project, please. Oh my god, ASAP. can they actually stop wasting time? Because they're enjoying each other now. So let us also enjoy you in the process of you enjoying each other. Thank you, Janae. Please, 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 please. Stop wasting time and actually do what you want. No, I call. Big sure I love him. You know, looks wise. <laughs> That's my time. That's, That's my time. time. Hey. <laughs> I love it, man. I love me some Big Daddy Sean. Big Daddy Sean. Come on. Daddy, 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 Daddy. No, you know, I watched that today, you know, that one. And also the other song that they did yesterday. (laughs) The Dingling of Gold. (laughs) No, Tamar and Tony Braxton, yeah. They have too much time on their hands. The fact that it was about Gabe, it was about Gabe and Trina's ex-husband who'd passed away. And when he passed away, they sang it again. He must have had (laughs) a Dingling. They are so childish, but you know what? I, know. I love some Tamar. I love, so I love the Braxton family. They're Listen, cute. They're cute. Weird. So I, I think it. that's our thoughts on Big Sean's album. As I said, 
as some people that didn't like it because I saw there was a lot of mixed reviews. Yeah. Give it another chance you know and see. I think a lot of people com- uh, comparing mm. it to um, Detroit, the original mm, uh, mixtape, mm, 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 mm. which is vastly different from this album. Yeah. Um, I agree. You know, it's very like more sort of like hip hoppy and like yeah. dancey and like, yeah. you know, whereas with this album, I feel like it's a bit like samey for Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. You no, know, you have to, the same sort of, the production feels like yeah. the same. Like. I, I felt the same thing as well. I feel like, how long is the album? The album is <laughs> one hour, 11 minutes. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like it just took a few songs out. I feel like he's very chilled with his rap style as well. So I think mm-hmm. for that duration, you'll get tired. It's such the same sound. But the production is actually really amazing. As I said, yeah, if you just take sure. a few songs, it'll be good. But mm-hmm. yeah, sure. this Big Sean, love you loves. Love you, <laughs> We <daddy>. appreciate you. <laughs> To Wanda and Andre gonna get it. No, I love you, but your good vibes, your good vibes. <laughs> so the next one I'm gonna go into now is Usher's recent single, Bad Habits. Oh my god, yo, this song. Listen. I'm gonna let Kemi share her thoughts first. No, if you listen, if you hadn't told me about this song, honestly, I don't know what I'd be doing. Like. Wow. Like as soon as I listened to it, I was like, "Yep, I didn't know what I was." Doing. It was instrumental. It was instrumental. Like, as soon as I heard it first, I said, "No, no, 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 Wow. But like, it's so hard for us to have a bad song. I'm telling you, like, especially in this day and age, I feel like he is just the king of R and B. Period. Yeah, no, no one is catching up to that him right now. Of course, Chris Brown was a good contender at he, one point, he but then <laughs> Chris, Chris, he went to the left. <laughs> he went to the left to the left. Where to Beyonce? <laughs> he went to the left. <laughs> He was, since then, it's just been very up and down, up and down, up and down. But this mm-hmm. song is just beautiful. The production, yeah. beautiful. The vocals, beautiful. I got to watch the visual on my way here, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I actually watched it. Ask, you watched the yes, video? Yes, I feel like, because they shot it in one location, I believe. Yeah. But the way they made good use of that studio space, oh, amazing. Yeah. I feel like, beautiful. but not lyrically, yeah. I never knew Usher was such a bastard. <laughs> he was such yeah. a bastard. <laughs> just cheating anyhow. No, this guy said he on, loves like... love, but he has bad habits. I said, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so no you've had time no nah, from confessions up. to now so please get it together <laughs> please get it together get we've it had together, years so. and years and years <laughs> to get it right oh god but you know what he makes being a playboy sound so I, cute I but it's not <laughs> it's not it's so off I mean, brand for me it's so off brand so i say you know what i hate that i love this song because lyrically it's so opposite to how i love love like, i love like love <laughs> You know, but as I said, this man, he is not letting it up anytime soon. Like, yeah. I definitely love him. I think we can allow him, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, it's Usher, it's Usher. Usher. You know, all these men, <laughs> you have to understand that's a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in real life, it can't run. It, it, it can't, no, sorry. <laughs> it can't run at all. No, definitely. What, what's your thoughts on the Sunday overall? No, I just really love it. It's such yes. a good vibe. Like, yes. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm honestly. telling you. I've just been you. having it on replay, honestly. Te- wow, the quality. Yeah. The quality. So the next I'm going to go into... Chloe X Halley, <laughs> the Do It remix featuring Doja Cat, City Girls, and Mulatto, of course, or Big Lado, as we like to say, because you know her name is quite yeah. problematic. So, mm-hmm. Big Lado, <laughs> mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on that? Should I go first? Because you're, you're having your chocolates. <laughs> Should I never go first? Let me go first. <laughs> yeah, obviously, when I saw that it comes to collaboration, I was so excited. I was like, you know what? Doja, I can hear Doja, I can hear Mulatto. Oh, Big Lado. <laughs> but I'm not sure if I could hear City Girls. I, before I was like, hmm, of course. Doja starts the song. I'm like, yes, I'm feeling it. I was awake. It was about eight o'clock in the morning. I was getting ready for work. I said, I'm awake. (laughs) Young Miami continues the song. I said, can you? I said, what's this? I said, what in God's green earth is this? 
I said no, 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 no. You know, what, know that meme where the guy took it. I think it's um just um, Marino or something. Well, how do I say his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The football was some headphones. What, when he takes the headphones, like, I was, I was like, what's this nonsense? But I feel the City Girls had no business being on that song. At least As I said, I really wish. Which one? Sorry. I'm telling you, but obviously, Mulatto, Big Lado, I was like to say, finished the song. And I feel like she did well. She did very well. But I think if they replaced City Girls with Normani, it makes so much sense. I feel like it needed another singer. Normani, I've been dying for it. I've been asking for it. I'm just so tired of her team. That was, this was her song. This yeah. was Normani's song. It would have made so much sense. What was your thoughts yeah. on the song on Zoe? <laughs> 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 this is what I do. Oh my god! You know what? I was I was low key vexed because I really love that song. Yeah, it, it's such a vibe. One of the like, best songs this year, to be honest. Honestly, once yeah. this quarantine nonsense is over, quarantine, quarantine, ah, quarantine. <laughs> once this quarantine is over, I literally can't wait to go with my homegirls to wow. bed and be dancing. I'm telling song. you. But this remix was upsetting me and my homegirls. It was upsetting me and <laughs> upsetting my homegirls. And my homegirls. Because you know what? I what I love about the song was they redid their verses and the chorus and everything. They did the whole vocals was redone by Chloe yeah, and that was really cool. yeah. It was so obvious. I was like, I love that. But I think it got to a point where the song became so crowded. I said there's so much going I know on. What? I I low-key like I rate the fact that they wanted to have so many like yes. female rappers on there. Yes. I was like, you know, the whole like female empowerment. Yes, thing. of like, course. Yeah, that's beautiful. But like it just wasn't needed. Mm-mm. Like honestly, like, you know, like Dojo opened it up beautifully. Like, I was like, yes, yeah. it's gonna be good. Amazing and then, start. Then young young Miami just came in with her verse. I was like, kill it. Well, what's this nonsense, please? <laughs> <laughs> no, that should never happen. No, I love City Girls. I love what they contribute to certain songs. <laughs> yeah, but this like, one this was not for them though. Can like... we even listen to Big Lato's um album? I spoke about it in the last episode. It was about um the song In and Out. They mm-hmm. did amazing on that song. Literally, that was an amazing collaboration. This one, I just don't think that was their sound. It just it was wasn't for sound. them. No, no, it just really no. wasn't. And I, I was like, like, where I was, was so Beyonce? Forced. Where was <laughs> Beyonce to clarify this one? Because if Beyonce heard this one before we heard it, I think for sure <laughs> there's one to tweak some things because yeah. it was too much. You know, <laughs> it was you too know much. what? Like I was saying to a friend the other day, like mm-hmm. you know, remixes shouldn't be done just for the sake of yes. remixes. Yeah. Because I feel like these days they're just done to generate some hype. Yes. So oh, look at these people. I feel that way with tap in though. Tap in remix. Oh mm-hmm. God. When I saw that tapping room, I thought it was the baby, Post Malone, and one of us, I don't even know him from Adam. I said, <laughs> what is this? I don't think Tapping needed a remix in the first place, but I've, well, chart-wise, as you said, there's a purpose behind it, label-wise, of course, mm-hmm. get a song high on the charts, mm-hmm. but I don't think it worked for Do It Remix. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it did. But it sure. didn't really serve a purpose, because it's yeah. like, if you're not going to be playing that more yeah. as often as Do It, the, the original. What, like, what's the point? It's like, it's like you know, with... Um, uh, uh, Megan Stallion's yes. uh, Savage. I played a remix way more than the original. <laughs> Listen, this is what I'm saying though. Hit TikTok when I dance. Level. Listen, <laughs> like Beyonce elevated that tune. I'm telling you, and that was because, as I said, what I love about Chloe's one that Megan did with Savage was that she redid her verses as well. Mm-hmm. I love how Beyonce came with not one, not two, two. but tres. Listen, one of those tres. Ah. Tres <laughs> versus. I love that. That's one of the best remixes I've heard this year. Oh my I said, God. What? Listen. Beautiful. Ah, iconic. I, mm, but I said, I said, I love them. I love my Chloe. I love my Halle. I love everybody that was on it. But Yeah, I love them all individually. Oh, but just not. Oh, or at least on that track. At, at least, like, if you're going to have those sort of personalities on that sort of song. Yes. I don't know. Like, make it sort of, I don't know, more sort of. 
What's it called? Ghetto. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling like, you. You know, make it. Ghetto fabulous. Like, listen, like, like, sort of I'm telling up you. a bit. I'm like, telling you. You have to make it. You have to adjust you. it. Yeah. So that they all fit and they all yeah. go. Yeah. Just like when Meg did it with when Beyonce mm. hopped onto the yeah. track. Yeah. You know, with Savage. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have to adjust for it. You can't, yeah. you just can't just have them all just oh, piggy hagger. Piggy hagger. Like all over the place. All over the place. You know, make it make sense. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But you know what? We love you so much, guys. But please just go go by drawing board next time. Sorry, sorry, don't worry. I'm telling you. Don't We're worry. now gonna go into Scissor's latest track. She is back after I believe three years of going on hiatus now. Three years. I think three years. Three years. She's back with Hit Different featuring Tyler the Sign. Hit Different. What? Hit. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hit. What are your thoughts, Kimmy? I love that song so yep. much. It's, yep. As soon as I heard it, I was like, yes, such a vibe. I'm telling you. For me, I was praying to God. Like, you know what? She's been gone for a while. Some ice have gone for a while and they've come back with a different sound that doesn't fit them. I was praying to God, please, scissor. <laughs> Solana, come correct. Do you know what I've noticed though? Well, Every time Ty like mm. hops on a track, it's always fire. Yeah. Why is that? And, you know, <laughs> but with his lead singles even... though, with his lead singles, calamity. Day, yeah, to this, to this day, I've not even heard his actual, <laughs> like, his own single. He had a new song with Nikki, I believe two weeks ago. Oh. I've not heard of that one. Nikki saved that song. I, I, I think, as I said on the last episode, the thing of, I feel like he has a feature mentality on his lead singles. He you need to have thing. that control. Nikki should, oh, Nikki's obviously, you can't really top her in any way, but yeah, you need to match her at least on the song. He was not matching. Oh, no. <laughs> I think no one's talking about it anymore. It came and went. I think it barely came for it to go, but it's well, it barely came for it to even go. <laughs> I'm so no, but to be honest, when it comes to hit different, as I said, the balance is perfect. The visual, oh, oh Solana, oh my oh, god, the visual, oh my god, can we talk about the visual? I watched it today for the first time. What? <laughs> Manny, I was, you know what? I've seen clips, I've seen gifts on Tumblr, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So I saw it, I was like, you know what? I can already tell it's gonna be fire. But I found time to watch it this morning, and wow, oh my god, sis was giving us choreography. Choreography. I said, Solana. Oh it's such a vibe. Wow. But the song itself is beautiful. I get my only issue. Uh-oh. <laughs> when it comes to my good sisters, huh? It's the enunciation. Yeah, I low-key knew you were going to say that. The enunciation. I had to go to my good boy, Genius. <laughs> Genius, you're my best friend. I think I'm the only one who's not had like, an issue no, with it. But I don't think it's an issue, but I want to know what you're saying. I want to feel you, Solana. Yeah, no, but like in terms you know? of like, understanding what she's saying. <laughs> That's what I she's saying. Like, I feel like... I it's know. just vibes. It's just vibes. I just, just, just clocked, like... <laughs> Just learn like her language. <laughs> like, just italics and curls. It's called italics and curls. <laughs> <laughs> italics and curls. <laughs> no, but I do love the song. The song is beautiful. The visual, as I said, stunning looks. <laughs> the looks. No, the last said. song. Yeah, I need it right now. I need that song on the visual. I need a song. It's so she beautiful. Looks stunning. Beautiful. Just I was just like, it's a queen. A queen. Yeah, like I said, like, you know, he's such a great feature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, that's why I don't really get to, like, yeah. um, listen to his original stuff. Like, yeah. just him. Mm-hmm. Because he, he's, I feel like he's just really. He's never missed feature wise. He never misses no. feature wise. No. Whereas no. when it comes to his own singles, I literally never hear anyone sing. <laughs> I think even the Nikki single that came out two weeks ago, there was two singles. Oh, but really? everyone listened to Nikki one and said, thank Ooh. you, sir. It's okay. Wow. <laughs> it's fine. He said, you've done enough. He said, you've done enough. That's it. The evil you've done is enough, the uncle. Evil you've done is enough, uncle. <laughs> the evil you've done is enough. <laughs> Take your exit left. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get myself together. No, <laughs> no that's actually me. 
Like a, ah, I love that guy. Like he's a handsome lad. Oh, his eyes are oh, beautiful. He's, oh, he's beautiful fine. eyes. Beautiful he's eyes. Beautiful vocals. But please, being. sir, please just put in more effort with your lead songs. Yeah. But you know, I feel like this song got me excited for her next project's gonna come out soon. Hopefully, God willing, gonna get a project. Know. I feel like the second song I said on, on the visual version. Beautiful, need it expeditiously. <laughs> I need it ASAP. Honestly, ASAP, Rocky. I need it soon. Dog him for Dying it. For it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. Of it. <laughs> no, but we love you, Salad. Oh before God. I actually move on, she also directed her own video as well. Yeah. A director in the mix. I just love that for her. I love that she's got control. I know. Of, <laughs> no pun intended. She's got control. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she's got control of her of her projects as well. That's amazing. Yeah. Is there any more songs to talk about? Let me see. Okay, the, well, two more. So the, the second to last one is by Ducksworth. I think you introduced me to that artist, isn't it? I did, yeah. Yeah, so let me know your thoughts on the album Super Good by Duckworth. I love that album. Um, I've basically been listening to this album yes. a lot recently because mm-hmm. it's very much influenced by a lot of like, um 70s and 80s like jazzy vibes disco vibes and it's just honestly i think it's a really nice Mm -hmm. album to listen to yeah especially during this time where you know the off things going on the news and stuff obviously this covid thing is Mm. being a real downer yeah Yeah. and it's just a really nice i feel like it's a really good like late night Mm. vibes like tune yes i agree like you know if you're going out and like you're just driving like you're going out with bae or with, 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 with friends you're who you're going out with listen whatever whoever whoever mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> come on babe <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you could like literally it's like such a nice tune yeah, like even if I you agree. play it like in your room and like i don't know if we're doing yes redacted yeah <laughs> You know what? You know what I love about my guests? My guests are just a bit of May. A lot of, a bit of May. A lot of May, like, they're redacted of it all. <laughs> they're redacted of I, it all. I swear half my tweets on Twitter are literally just redacted. This is either you doing be nasty or you're calling me out for being nasty. <laughs> time you are it's literally you and daniel you're always the worst me and daniel no daniel's the worst i'm, I'm the good boy no, no, i'm the you good are boy not good. you are not good at all big shout out to daniel love you love daniel man. big yeah, shout out to him you, daniel. but i got to the project as well can you put me onto it i love it it's a feel good vibe as you said very 70s ish i from the beginning to the end it's just good vibes it literally yeah. i was like you know what there's a project where this is the beginning like okay where am I going with this? Where am I going? But with the first song, you literally just get it. You know where it's going. I want to revisit it way more. I feel like I was listening properly yesterday. So I'll listen to it more. Obviously, I'll share my thoughts more on the podcast as well. I'll let you know. But so yeah. far, so good. Very good first listen. Very good yeah, first Yeah, I feel listen. like it's a very easy listen. Yes. You can just play in yeah. the background. Well. I love that for me. Because listen, I, I hate projects where I have to do too much. Like, mm-hmm. don't kill me like that. I know. So before we go into the trending topics now, we're going to give a big shout out to Jules Lorenzo, who is a UK model and also a new singer in the scene. He released his single in April called Moonlight and the visual came out this week. Mm. That song is beautiful. It's lovely. Oh my God. I feel like the talent in this country is, we shouldn't sleep on it. We should not sleep on it. I don't want to talk about Brie Runway for the classic favor. Obviously, we <laughs> get more, but people like her, people like him, there's all these artists. We need to big them up because the thing. they're doing amazing. We too many US artists, oh, I think. I'm telling you. I feel like even like artists. the, I know I'm a big Renner fan, so I think her taking her break, <laughs> it gave me a chance to like explore out of her, to be honest. I've been able to listen to so many different artists, such as Bella, as I said, Brie Runway. Oh, the they're just amazing artists. And then Adrian, for example, as well, another amazing yeah, one as yeah. well. Oh my God, big yeah. Shout out yeah, to him. Brilliant. Amazing vibe. Mm. So there's a lot of artists out there in the UK scene that need to be bigged up. Do you have any phase before we go into our, our thingy training topics? Do you have any UK phase that you love? Free one way. 
<laughs> Gucci. Gucci wow. is like a, is like a, hey, is like a, come on. Sorry, I, I'm like obsessed with Bree. I thought with Bree, yeah, I will never stop picking it up because it's the looks, it's the vocals, it's the yeah. sound, it's the visuals. Hey, Lord mm-hmm. have mercy, please. Like, you can tell like, like people like Khalees have heavily influenced yes. her. She's yes. She's another like alternative mm-hmm. um, Black, like yes. R&B, yes. hip-hop-y, babe. Yes. You know. Listen, we'll never stop picking her out. Listen, we use our platform. You know, she can give vocals, mm. she can rap, she can, like, serve looks. Yeah. <laughs> so looks. simultaneously, man. Looks. Looks for days. Those hills are saying, hey, bro. Oh, my gosh. My sis was twerking in Listen, she was saying that was her first time, like, dancing. Wow. I'm like, how? Wow. How? Wow. Like, Big shout out to her. Big shout out to her friend as well, Yomi Anderson. Yeah, Amazing model. Just big up as well. So we're now going to go into our trending topics. Of course, we didn't get to talk about it last week. I was not here last week. No, <laughs> I do it every two weeks. But Nisi Nash oh got married again. But this time to a woman. <laughs> oh my God, my heart was filled with joy when I saw this picture. Of course, I know we all know that she recently got divorced. Obviously, to her <laughs> husband. And wow. She got married very quickly. <laughs> she got yeah. married very quickly. She didn't let anything stop. You know what? I love that. I appreciate that. But what were your thoughts for against my thoughts? What was your I'm, thoughts? I was just so happy. Yeah. I just love, we love to see it. But I love it because We love to see it. We love to see it. Honestly. Yeah. No, I was just so happy. Mm. I was just, yeah, just really happy for her. You know, for me, yeah, what I love about this news was the fact that it's not even just what it was, but what it signified. I feel like a lot of people her age feel like they have to settle. They have to do the most to keep a man or keep a relationship afloat or that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So her leaving the husband who was not good for her and find that happiness, it, it means something to for people out there because a lot of people her age, as I said, that are just doing stuff and that's just toxic. They're not happy in it. I know that before mm-hmm. she got divorced her husband, she spoke about how to keep a man, mm-hmm. all this fellatio, all this mm-hmm. stuff. I said, woman, no. it should not feel like modern day slavery. <laughs> to keep a man, like to keep a partner, it should feel like it's reciprocated. Yeah, it should feel, you feel happy. It should be natural. the wedding pictures, like she looks so happy. And I just pray to God that it lasts forever know, and ever and ever. Know. You know, because she's she's beautiful. Like, I just see yeah. happiness. You know, I'm just happy. I feel like I was. What's her wife's name? I forgot. What's her name? Let me go and check quickly. Hey, hey, hey. Because <laughs> also a singer as well. Let me yeah, say this night that we took together. Let me get the name real quick. Let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. Jessica Betts. Yeah, Beats? That's yeah right. Jessica Betts. Yeah. So she's also a singer. So big shout out to her as well. I'm so happy for them. I'm, but do I, am I saying the right pronouns? I'm worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm saying the right pronouns. I, I'm hoping so. But yeah, I think it's yes, true. Yes, yes, yes. But big shout out to them. Love them so much. I said, love wins. Love wins. Love is love. Love is everything. I, know. I, know. I hope you all get to experience that happiness. Amen. As I said, I pray that they love last forever amen we're now gonna go into the second topic <laughs> and this one is a mess yo oh, the purpose God. of this is to obviously bring light to this and learn from what this person did even though we're talking about is lani good or lani horrendous <laughs> or, or lani horrific i'm gonna call her not her not horrific. her horrific child so even though who lani good is i'll call her by her name Lani Good is well known for being on Backchat, I think last year or two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think they've taken a break and since then she created her own channel. So before mm. this recent thing that happened, she has been in a few controversy or controversial situations where for the first one, she made a video about her deceased friend and how this friend was quote unquote loose <laughs> for the streets. What? I, I, yeah, I said, I what? Know. So of course that caused a lot of backlash as it should have because <laughs> how can you talk about someone that can't even defend the, himself because not here goals? anymore and had the nurse put her picture at the end of the video. No. So it's not like, oh, she did a different name or something. She put the picture. I think he's a... I believe it's a real name. Horrible, horrible vibes. And it's obviously a lot of backlash for that. And then months later, 
she did another video that went viral of her crying in the car talking about a guy that did her dirty mm-hmm. allegedly that was Tion Wayne that she was talking about allegedly <laughs> allegedly don't get sued in this bitch now <laughs> yeah. so of course apparently oh that was about Tion Wayne but I feel like I understood that one because cause she's been hurt she has the right to talk about her experiences mm-hmm. I use my platform to talk about what I go through so I wasn't really mm-hmm. mad about that but this mm-hmm. one that happened recently this is the proper wahala yo I just so how did I even begin this one? So <laughs> a video came out of uh, I think a smash or pass challenge. First of all, it's 2020. <laughs> Secondly, at your age, why are you creating a video like that at, at your age? <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so the video features 11 other people who looked like they were still in uni or they like, literally looked like, literally like late, late, late teens, early 20s vibes. That's, that's what I was getting from that video. Literally, <laughs> so she looks like she was the madame of the house. <laughs> that's what yeah. she was looking like, you know. So okay. during the video, they spoke about certain influencers such as Nella Rose. They spoke about Renee, uh, Azula Patron. Mm-hmm. Yo, they were just making vulgar comments. And the issue is that if you look at the official, you need to talk. I said, what's this? Self-awareness, where are thou? Where is self-awareness? I think <laughs> before I go any further, what were your thoughts on that? No, it was just messy, to be honest. Very messy. Like, I, I found out the other day she's like 32. Is that correct? Is she 32? <laughs> Oh, no oh. one has denied it so I think she's 32 if not I, I would say she's old enough to know better that's Defin- what I would oh, say definitely old enough to know, you know. what are you doing first of all kids? what are you doing yeah what are you doing with kids <sighs> that age first of what? all then second of all what are you doing like doing this whole smash or pass thing at your big oh, age oh please please where were you Marie <laughs> <laughs> where were you Marie <laughs> will it be this year I'm so finished <laughs> <laughs> you know that's not even a thing but I feel like Sometimes your age needs to be reminded because what are you, where's your priorities? Where do your priorities lie? And I think the reason why I want to discuss it today was because there's lessons to learn, even though it's so stupid. <laughs> that situation at hand, there's stuff to learn from this. I feel like, as I said, I've been creating content for about four years now. And I've been, I've been super cautious of who I bring onto my platform because you have to be careful of what you put out there and also who you put on your platform. You never know if they are <laughs> a murderer. If they are, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm very dramatic, but it's very important to actually consider this. It's actually true, it's so important to, to, to consider this. Like, you never know if they're an abuser or all that kind of stuff. It's just so important. And you don't know what they're going to even say. Because sometimes clout can cloud people's judgment. Like, it can mm. literally just, it's just so bad. Like, there's nothing wrong with wanting clout because that's just influence and power. That's weird. But when you're chasing it now, it will cloud your judgment. I feel like she, as an editor, should have known better. Just, if you're watching it back, it's not okay. But she, yeah. It's like she did it intentionally, though. Oh, she it was knew, intentional. She knew about, old. Oh, I think she, she put in some disclaimers about, oh, we didn't mean to, like, offend <sighs> anyone, blah, blah, blah. Ridiculous. But you did it knowingly. No. Knowing that people it's, it's a horrible. in the process. I feel like even asking, oh, she should know better. I think that's expecting too much from her, because that woman is <laughs> mentally 12 years old. Oh, my God. How about that? Like, it's just ridiculous. I feel like it's just so important that, as a creative, you have that control as an editor. I feel like she edited the video. That's the, that's the bad part. She edited it. Like, she had that control that's it so what does so that, what does the honor she said there like? person said she watched it twice <laughs> said she woke up she did a response she wasn't i can't call it an apology video that was not an apology video no, that was apology where? that was horrendous that was a horrible <laughs> video so she did a video and i think she spoke about how um that thing she apologized to nella because she's cool with nella mm-hmm. well again and she said oh renee doesn't respect her but she loves miss our family i said huh wait I only the same first number one. That's my fault. <laughs> and number two, like this was saying, the whole influenza and YouTube and all this senior. <laughs> I feel like people are doing this thing where they carry people that they don't even like. Mo Chunks did a video talking about obviously the situation and how back in the Dizzy, 
But there's so many like good vibe content creators like Shelly B. Enyang. Oh, yeah, I used to watch her a lot. Oh my god, Brit mm-hmm. Pop Princess. Also, let's put her right today. Princess yes. You know, love her. Be by JJ, Jenny Jenkins. Like, so good many people, vibes, amazing time. I just feel like creators, I feel like it's just changed. So, of course, there's still good creators out there. But what is being pushed, what is being given the traction all that kind of stuff it's the controversial stuff it's, yeah it's just it's overshadowed sad. by yeah. drama these days yeah it's, it's, it's just yeah. sad it's just about as i said my advice is just be careful of who you put on your platform read the room get to know the person that you're actually sitting with recording mm-hmm. with because you could have said the person is not on your wavelength maybe, maybe she's childish so maybe he wasn't her wavelength but <laughs> it's just be, just be more cautious as a creative that's my advice really what's your advice in this situation what's your lesson or your thoughts on that yeah, honestly, just be more mindful. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. be honest, at yeah. her age, she should know wow, better. She should but... know better. What's that? What is the meaning of it? I think, you know what? Yeah. People just love too much. They love it. They love it, man. They absolutely love it. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> you, know, you need to stay out of it. It's actually yeah. not worth it. So, Shelly B. Enyam, she's not created content for time, but people are still people talking still about her, her till this day so I mean, yesterday mm-hmm. people were just talking about her talking about her, her impact on, on her dear style because mm-hmm. she even inspired me to start my channel it was for her oh, really? start my channel. Literally, i'm telling you oh, she's I a big that. inspiration behind me starting oh, my channel so i love her lows i love her lows yeah. but that's our thoughts on lani horrendous <laughs> <laughs> let us know your thoughts on lani. <laughs> Not horrendous. let us know your thoughts using the hashtag tcm show we're now going to get to know kemi Oh my gosh, my beautiful Kimmy. <laughs> so I want to start by letting you talk about what you do. Well, so over to you. Um, well, my name is Kemi. Yeah. Um, AKA? <laughs> what, Immaculo? Yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone calls me. Most people, when they, um, they meet me online, they actually don't know my real name. Mm. So, but it's actually like my my first name backwards. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of that. <laughs> no one does, it's fine. <laughs> No one does, it's fine, honestly. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, I'm an, an analytical chemist and toxicologist. Yeah. Wow. Um, but at the moment, mm. I'm working freelance as an illustrator and um, visual artist. So. <laughs> yeah, let's start with the crazy stuff. So how long have you been doing that for? To be honest, I've only been doing it for like, maybe like four months or so. Wow. And <laughs> you've been doing amazing things. Like, let me actually pause for a sec, because <laughs> a few months ago, I was in like a few days for my birthday, I know you started a thread like celebrating like black LGBTQIA mm-hmm. plus creatives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of plus. course, surprise, surprise, all I see is this boy. I'm like, who is this, this cute boy there? <laughs> it was me. I said, what? I was taken aback. I was just so thankful because you know what? I don't think I get that kind of stuff. You know, I don't get that kind of, that kind of beautiful kind of stuff. So I was just so grateful. I've got the, the bigger version here that can, yeah. I can frame in my room, <laughs> have it up in my room. So I'm just so thankful for that. So what inspired you to actually start that? Um, well, I mean, after being unemployed, so basically mm-hmm. I lost my job during yeah. COVID. Mm. And um, yeah, I just, I was bored and I didn't really have anything to do at mm. home. So I just started like wow. drawing and doing painting and stuff. And look at where it's taken you. Yeah, I literally, you know what, it's funny because I only started doing it because I was bored or whatever. And mm-hmm. then people literally would, like come up to me like like online being like, oh, do you do commissions or whatever? And mm. it's like, I guess I do now. Like <laughs> you're, yeah. you're gonna pay me for it. Then yeah. cool, sure, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it was during a time where you know the Black Lives Matter like, yes. uprising, and mm-hmm. you know, um, Pride Month came about, and I was like, you know what? Like, I want to actually talk about Black queer people, like yeah. notable Black queer people that yeah. are actually doing it like well. Yeah. 
right now. And obviously you. Oh, the, I was yeah, so you, honored. Like, no, when like, I tell you, the way you supported my journey, oh my goodness. <laughs> I am so grateful. Like, when I tell you, you are the epitome of good vibes. Like, just bigging oh, people up, not just with me, but with creators as well. You are so talented. And I'm so honored to have you here. Oh, as someone that you. supports me, and I support you as well. Like, amazing. Yeah. Amazing vibes. It's actually funny because, like, um, in secondary school, I was more of um like I really liked art and like mm-hmm. English. Yeah. But when it got to GCSEs, mm-hmm. like I just really hated English lit. Mm. So I was like, nah, like I'm gonna say goodbye to that. And of then course. I just really got interested in like chemistry and physics and stuff. Yeah. Even though I did do art for A level, mm-hmm. funnily enough, after my A levels, yeah. I did. I kept it's like I kept switching back and forth. Yeah. I I went to art uni because mm-hmm. I wanted to do um. A foundation diploma in art and design. Wow. And I was initially going to study um, fine art as a bachelor's yeah. degree. Yes. And then last minute, I was like, no, let me do chemistry wow. instead. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, it's low key a full circle movie because <laughs> I'm telling I you. still found myself back I'm to telling art. you. I am telling you. Um, I feel like yeah. our journey always prepares us for this moment that we go through in life. I'm telling you, it does prepare you. So, obviously, so what made you want to transition into art, though? Like, what was, uh, do you feel like you're going to transition full time? What is what does the future hold for you in terms of that? I don't know. I think ideally, in, in an ideal world, I'd love. Mm-hmm. To create, um, I'd, I'd love to be in a field that encompasses both. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like, for instance, I've just created, um, not just created, but like I think a month or so, I created um, a Twitter account called Creatives in STEM. Oh wow! And it's looking at basically. I'll follow that. I'll make sure I follow that. I'll make sure I follow. I'll make sure I follow. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's basically just looking at people in STEM who mm-hmm. are also creative because most times it seems like people think that you can only be one or the other. You can't no. be like. No. You know, like mm-hmm. academic. I mean, not academic, but like you can't be like, um, like in 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 STEM and still like yeah. you know do anything artsy or creative, mm-hmm. whatever. And so yeah, I just want to find people and you know who are similar to me. Yeah, you come from like a STEM background, but also want to do stuff like mm-hmm. art, photography, yeah. like you know baking, like whatever. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah, that's really it. I'd I'd love to do something that. Um, encompasses both art and science. Okay. Do you know what I love about our generation? I feel like we are making that way for ourselves and for people well, after us as well because you know, it's just so important because I feel like with our parents, they can just think, oh, you can only do the academics. Oh, mm-hmm. face your books, face your books, face your books. Exactly. That's all we hear. That is all <laughs> we hear. But you can face your books and also do what you love. As I said, this podcast, uh, even before I start my podcast, do my YouTube channel, it came at a time where I was also doing my degree as well. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was like, oh, gonna be distracted i said mommy you never know where they can take me all that kind of stuff so i feel like we have to fight for our dreams Mm -hmm. do you feel like you've had to do that as well with your journey as well i mean sort of i think i'm lucky that um like my parents are actually quite like supportive of my journey either way i love that (laughs) i mean obviously like when i initially wanted to do fine art like my mum was hella supportive because mm-hmm. you know she's like oh, she she basically loves I mean she sort of comes from a creative background anyway she did like journalism or something wow come on yeah and she was like reporter for some time um, so cute. she's like really like for like basically pushing her children's t- mm. talents and um yeah, she was like really like she went to like my exhibition mm. like you know after like I did my art diploma thing yeah um like she's just been hella supportive. Um, obviously, that. after like I finished with that, and I wanted I went to do like chemistry and forensics. It's like ah, mm-hmm. my my girl, she does chemistry <laughs> and forensics. Don't you know they'd be so proud of that. <laughs> announcing from the rooftops. Listen, oh, did you hear? Did you? My my daughter does chemistry and forensics. Ah. <laughs> she just to tell all her friends, but she still like praises me for like she tells her her friends that I do like. Art and stuff, and that um, is so cute. she's even to this day. Ah, Kemi, you should be, you should be drawing the queen. <laughs> drawing the queen. I'm like, you, you, can, you know, you can make so much money. 
I'm telling you, you know. Oh my god, oh my god. but you no, know I'm sorry because you know what? I also had Leonie on my last episode as well, and it's similar to your journey as well. She's had parents that supported her, and I feel like it's so rare to hear this. I'm happy to have people on the podcast that can share the other cycles. So you're so used to hearing my mom said, "Don't do this," my dad said, "Don't do that." Mm-hmm. So it's good to hear that from you. So obviously, going back to you studying science now, how was it like as a black babe? How was it oh, like god. studying science? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be to be fair, I feel like I've always been in mostly white spaces, mm. like, mm. for like, just most of my life growing up. Oh, um, like, I mean, I'm originally from Greenwich, yes. um, so, like, you know, the schools I went to were always, like, just had white people and stuff, mm. like, even when I went to uni, like, I was, mm. like, the only black girl on my course. Wow. So... <sighs> It's been a struggle. How man. was the experience like? like obviously, like into the what, making friends, how people were towards you. How was that like? Oh God, you know you got like the you know like whatever like <laughs> what, what every black girl goes through. Like oh, can mm. I touch your hair? Oh, oh, Lord. you know had got white guys going up to me say, oh, I listened to Tupac um, and Biggie. Not whatever. the Tupac and the Biggie. Listen, <laughs> I, they thought it was like cool. Like I don't know what they were trying to do. That I was like cool, like awesome. It's like, just weird. Like how yeah. does one even navigate? Because I feel like for me, for example, I I went to. Well, I went to a mixed school, obviously, as it from primary school, and I went to a boys' school, and I was predominantly black as well. So it was mainly mm. black boys there. So I don't think I've ever had a time where I've had to be in a, like a majority white space. So mm-hmm. I just I can't imagine. Like, I just like I feel like my patience is just so thin that if someone says one thing, buzz, buzz, buzz. I just buzz. I just buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Literally, <laughs> I'm, I'm very self-aware. I know that I'm working on this. My patience. Oh lord, if I just hear one thing, don't touch my hair. I'm like, don't touch my hair. <laughs> It's just hair. Like, oh my why? God. Not even my lecturer did it at one point. Not the lecturer. Yes. Oh, Lord. Like, oh, Somebody's God, getting fired. Your face is so nice. Somebody's getting fired. Where's the Beyonce? No, I, I couldn't. Oh, my God. But you know what? That's good. That's good. Let me get my next question. Really, we've got so much to talk about. So my next question to you is, what did you love and dislike about science? Um... To be honest, I think, especially with chemistry, it's just, I think it's just a really, like, good central science to study. Yes. Because, like, it's, it's funny because like, chemistry is pretty much the middle ground for science because it pretty much informs biology as much as it informs physics. Mm-hmm. Even after you study at uni, you don't necessarily have to go into sciences, you mm-hmm. know, to pass, but, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people that have studied chemistry have, like, on to do like accounting or banking or whatever wow. or, like done like computer yeah, like sort of good. stuff because there's just a lot of like um mm. skills you can learn from it doesn't limit you basically which is good yeah that's exactly good, a lot of people good. think it's just like just lab work mm. you can do but what are the so challenges of studying science um i don't know i feel like Oh, let me rephrase this. What should someone be aware of before studying science? That's, that's, hey. a, that's a good way to question it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you definitely have to put the hours in for sure. Ooh, like, elaborate like, on that. Elaborate. I don't know, man. I think I'm just salty because when I was at uni, <laughs> I literally was in uni from like Monday to Friday, like every day. Whereas like some of my friends who were doing like English or like politics, or whatever, they only went mm, in for like two days. That's true. <laughs> Same with me. I was like two, three days as well. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh my god. But, oh um, yeah, you have to put in a lot of lab work hours too. I can imagine. You have oh to read God. a lot. But, I mean, aside from that. Mm. But, you know, I love that there's more pros than cons. I feel like with me, if I study science, because <laughs> I did study as a GCSE. Oh, really? <laughs> me, I got the first letter in my government name, E-E-E. I'm sorry. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Yo. 
so it was a struggle. No, I loved the whole practical side of things, but I hate exams. I'm, still, I'm not really an oh, exams yeah. person. I think I became an exam person in uni. Oh, <laughs> the really? irony of it all. The irony of it being uni, but with A levels, and I think because I wasn't really facing my books, I was someone that. Was just doing just vibes. Mm. I was just vibing my education. Away. <laughs> I'm dead. Just vibing away. <laughs> education wise, like, geez, because I feel like I think education this country is all about just knowing the formula, knowing the structure. No, okay. Mm-hmm. For example, if English is put P E E. Just do introduction point mission <laughs> with the L. Like literally, like it's just so simple. If you don't know this basic stuff, it can cost you. You know, so I think I realized it very late. <laughs> like, maybe I would have done more well on science, but I, I kudos to you because we need more of that like, people in this. As you said, you're oh one of the only one, isn't it, in your class? Yeah. Like, I feel like every space I go into, especially regarding chemistry, because mm. funny enough, in biology, yeah. I feel like so many like, black people, wow. it's either like, you know, it's like biomedical science mm. that they're doing, mm. or it's like, you know, they're studying medicine. Yeah. Like, there's so many, well, so much more black people in yes. like biological sciences mm. compared to chemistry. Mm. So, yeah, wow. like, we really need more black people in chemistry, of y'all. Of course, of course. We really do. <laughs> so, you said like you're now freelance. Is it full time that you freelance? Yeah, yeah, for the time being. Mm. So, what like, has been the pros and maybe like the struggles or something that, again, people should be aware of when it comes to going full time with freelancing? Because I know that a lot of people, when they do talk about it on the TL sometimes, but they're very transparent about their journeys and how with freelancing, there can be times where it's like, like you're on the edge like oh my god people be like delaying themselves their pace all that kind of stuff oh, what yeah. has been the pros and the cons of this journey so far um the flexibility has been good, a massive good, good. <laughs> i love that i love that yeah i think i think it's really cool that people are able mm. to be their own boss and mm. do things on their own terms and stuff that's cute um especially i've learned so much about freelancing recently actually mm. And like in terms of like copyright and like trademark yes. like the ownership of work and stuff i had no Yo. idea I want to share because I don't want to give light to Sir Burden. (laughs) I don't want to, but I think he sparked a conversation that I feel is very important, which is indeed ownership. I think it's just very important that where you can, do take control of your work. Going back to the last situation, I think the reason why I was just so like upset about the situation and I think I want to talk about it is because it's so important that we know that we have control of what we do. Like, we each have control. So just be more cautious. So going into that, what have you learned in terms of the copywriting and the ownership aspect of things? Yeah, like there's like, you know, certain fees that like licensing fees, for mm. instance, like, you know, if you want to sell illustrations to um, like, say, like an illustration company mm-hmm. or like an advertising agency or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's literally like fees that you can um, like put out so that they can own your work wow. or own your work for like a mm. certain like length of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they are like... Um, like the, the different like contracts and stuff yes. that you need to have Contra- in place. Contracts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the contracts. <laughs> if I start to scream. <laughs> you know what, yeah? I feel like, I feel like a lot of us in our community, black community specifically, is that we've had to learn the importance of it because, <laughs> for example, I had an event a few years ago. I think it was three years, no, the two anniversary for this second event I did. And <laughs> I wish I read the contract. I wish I had a contract for certain things because mm-hmm. certain things were just very higgity-haggity, how things were dealt with from the event planning point of view in terms of the, even the venue point of view. It seems like it's so important just to just read. I feel like contracts in general, when it comes to our day-to-day lives, our businesses, it is just so important. Please, face your contracts. Oh my God, Face yeah. your contracts, Because man. literally, mm-hmm. I think I'm very lucky that I have friends who are in yes, the field already. Yes, yes. Um, especially ones who are, 
artists mm. as well or yeah. illustrators and they've had to tell me you know like, don't let take anybody take you for a fall like, at all at you all. know because there are a lot of companies out there who literally they'll just use you mm. and once they've got your work they'll just replicate it and yeah. do whatever they want with it so you it's have the to worst, you know it's the worst so what about yeah. clients as well has there any been like things that you've had to learn while dealing with clients um i think loki i feel like <laughs> in terms of like how like i value my work in terms of like um uh like how much i sell my work for a lot of people are like oh you don't like sell your work for enough like and i think i'm still learning yeah you know it's a very important topic me. it's a very important topic. yeah about you know the value of your work and mm. you know especially as a black mm. person yeah um you know like th- there might be like some white owned companies that literally just want to like give yeah. you some rubbish yeah like price for your work <laughs> like <laughs> i feel like like because i've Especially like me, it's just as a person, like I'm someone who's very like, I don't know, I'm I'm too like shy to be like, oh like I can relate to you in that aspect. I can relate to <laughs> like, you. Oh, I'm gonna charge you for like yep. you know like like two hundred or three hundred pounds, but I'm mm-hmm. just too scared or whatever. But I'm I'm learning that I have to like speak of up course, more. You have to. And um, yeah, that's yeah, that's it really. I'm just I really need to price my work well and to like saying. know like and value. do it unapologetically yeah like the, like the other day like literally i got a commission for someone for um doing like a podcast like mm-hmm. artwork thing mm-hmm. and i was like oh i'm gonna like charge you just this price whatever mm-hmm. and then they were like nah we're not gonna do that like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna charge you this price this huge price i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna call you up like in two nah, days time and tell you. you i was like oh okay like Sure. No, I love that. I love. Mm. No, what? Yeah. Before we go any further, I want to say thank you to everyone that actually joined me for the live tweeting for um, Lovecraft Country. Thank you to Vamp and Sky all that kind of stuff. But before that happened, now, of course, um, Vamp reached out to me and they asked for my fee. I didn't know my fee. <laughs> I didn't know my fee. Yeah. So obviously, I, re- I reached out to Tony Tone. I reached out to finding my little beautiful babes. I love them both. So after, obviously, um, so I get, I told him what I was gonna um, ask for initially. He said, Emmanuel, are you all right? It's just, mm. just all right. That's small for, for Big Big Sky. Big Big Sky, Big Big and Vamp. He wants to ask for this small portion. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, but thank God I really asked um, the company to tell me yeah, what they can afford. Mm. But you guys, it was six times what I, what I was going to say. <gasps> oh my God. I said, sorry. <laughs> I said, man, money after me. Because I can go back to you. Is the thing that, like, I'm very shy. Oh my God, especially when it comes to business. <laughs> yeah, business. Man, I'm so shy. Like, I don't want to step on this or feel like, I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> Like, but it's very thing. important to know your worth as a creative, as a personality, as an influencer, whatever you identify as. <laughs> so your creativity, know your worth. Because I forgot, like, because when I worked out even like my average, well, the average I should say for that kind of opportunities based on my Twitter following, I said, man, you should be asked for more. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But I think that I think with as you said, with, with time and with more practice, with more confidence, yeah. that she will, you will. So that's yeah. good. That's good. 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 <laughs> I love to big people out. Oh, just so like you I. as well. I know I'm just like you. <laughs> but we're going to switch up a little bit. We're going to talk about sexuality and mm. identifying ourselves. So, of course, we're going to let you start by talking about how you identify yourself. <laughs> Actually, funnily enough, I've only just recently... Um, mm-hmm. I've not really... I don't know if there's like a coming out period to this, but mm-hmm. in terms of pronouns, I now go by like she, her, they, mm-hmm. them. Okay. Um, so yeah, that, there's that. Yes. Um, I identify as being mm-hmm. queer. So yes. basically for me, I think it's literally just, I love who I love. Yeah. And before I used to identify as being bisexual, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, as time went on mm-hmm. and as I matured, you know, yeah. I believe that I have the capability to like 
honestly love yeah. like anybody regardless That's of beautiful. gender or that is so beautiful so, so how has your journey been like as in growing up having to identify and discover your sexuality because my one is a very interesting I'll, I'll share mine as well but <laughs> how has your journey been like when it comes to that I think you know what I think like a lot of people say like they always knew like deep mm, down mm, but like mm. you didn't it's like you, you sort of know but it's like nah can't <laughs> be nah nah, like, nah. nah. That, that, that ain't me that ain't me yeah but um, yeah, I feel like I always sort of knew, like, ever since I was like, what, like maybe eight, ten years same old. Same here, same yeah. here, same here. And then, you know, I went to like, an all-girls school, so then mm. that was a thing because- Another similarity between us, because I went to the same sex school as well. Oh, <laughs> really? Same, 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 same oh, nations, which has them, shake nations. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> Is it North London? Is that in North London? I feel they should be North London. <laughs> if, oh, I, really? if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But <laughs> this uh, Turkey Street and that, oh gosh, amazing times. But continue. Yeah, sorry. yeah. I literally went to like an all-girls school and, you know, it, like in terms of the stigma mm. like, towards like, being like, you know, gay or whatever, I was like, oh, they're <laughs> lesbians, what? Or like, you know, if there were any like lesbians or like, um, you know, um, like queer people mm. like, about like, it was always the talk of the town. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, did you hear so-and-so was making out? At yes, the yes. And, like it was, there was a lot of that. So I think, you know, I always sort of st- like kept it down low. Yeah. Because, like, and a lot of people that I knew, like, especially like, I don't know, I think it's just in my experience, like a lot of the black girls that um, I used to go to school with and mm. stuff, they were low-key like homophobic. <laughs> so I was like, uh, <laughs> it's tough, it's tough. Yeah. The, going back on that, cause so much to talk about this that, from that alone, but, you see a lot of homophobic friends. I feel like with time, having to let go of them, how has it mm-hmm. been like navigating with friendships with your sexuality as well? How has that been for you? I mean, I've had like, I have like um, a main friendship group that I've had mm-hmm. since I've been at school that, I, wow. that we're beautiful. still very close with. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty much the only people that I speak to from school. Wow. Um, but since then, I've actually met, in the past year or so, I've met a lot of like, especially black queer people. Yeah. Because that was my issue. I was always meeting like mostly white queer mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And then I went to uni and then I met a lot of black queer people there. Mm-hmm. And then from like gigs and stuff, I used to go to. I met black people yeah. there, just like you as well. I think I discovered my sexuality around the age of eight. Between the age of eight and ten, I think what kind of <laughs> did it for me <laughs> was we had a whole trip to Pendarren. You don't know what Pendarren is, like a trip to Wells, where you're like, I think it's from the girls. I think the boys have to share like um, a room. It's, like, it's three bunk beds, from what I remember, three or four bunk beds. So I think what made me realize that oh, I like that like guys was that a guy that was about my age, of course, was teasing mm-hmm. me. He was teasing. Oh. So, but I think he identified as straight. So I didn't get it. <laughs> I was confused. I knew at that time. I knew that at that time I, I liked boys. But, well, of course, I was a boy, so I liked boys. And at that time, <laughs> now I'm a man. I like men. I'm not, it's not I'm telling this bitch. Listen, I'm not telling you, please. I beg. Don't come and take my words and don't twist it now, thank you. No. I feel like even for me dating now, I can't date my agent up. I can't date younger. Mm. I, oh, oh, please. Really? No, no. Oh, I can't. I can't, I can't hmm. do it. I think maybe a year younger is as far as I can go. But yeah. other than that, I don't think I can do that. I, feel I like, find it weird too. I can't do it. But I feel like with me, as you said, the thing of, oh, there's a lot of homophobic people. Go to a boys' school, especially a predominantly black boys' I school. I that's worse. Hey, yeah. gosh. What? Yo. <laughs> Yo, but the thing is that even in boys' school, guys will put on their pounds. We'll be doing the dingling, dingling. Yeah, what <laughs> in the changing rooms. I just didn't understand it because, like, they'll be the same ones being homophobic. I'm like, but I, feel, I don't know if it's a lad's thing in this country. It just didn't make sense. Definitely to me. A, a lot of country, sure. I, feel like a, I think a lot of guys were secretly discovering themselves because mm-hmm. the people that I follow now, no, no shade to them, they used to pick on me when I was in um, secondary school. But I've now found out that they're one of us. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm saying, yes. oh, at my school, many times, loads of people have come times. out as queer. And I'm like, Hi. wait, where were you when I was like, <laughs> wait, all this shit? What? What? You, you made me like go through this alone. Like, 
Nah, it is crazy. Because the thing, funny thing is, even like secondary school, for example, a lot, there's a lot of shaming as well. I know there's one guy, but he actually, that one, I don't know why he did what he did, but he brought, allegedly, he brought a toy. <laughs> and not, not a good toy. <laughs> he brought a toy toy. He brought a, a nighttime toy <laughs> to school. I don't know if it was show and tell. I said show and tell in secondary school. I don't know how. I don't know show and tell. He was doing show and tell. Like he looked at people. I think he was out and proud. I don't say his name. Obviously, I don't know if he's comfortable with me. But yeah. he was someone that he was so unprotected with it. He owned it a little bit too much now. The point where he brought a toy to school. Oh but I don't know if he got in trouble for that. But he owned. It. I think he was shamed for that. So I feel like I was good for my old tweets around that time as well. And I think I tweeted about marrying a woman. I said, "Who said that? Oh. Who have been saying that?" <laughs> have been saying that <laughs> who said that who said that <laughs> I said that was not me was I hacked I said because I was talking about actually Ro from Tutu's Podcast big shout out to Tutu's Podcast I love them I so love much Ro- yeah. Rosie I think it's Rosie but she also goes as Rose as well and Nana yeah. big shout out to both of so them cool. love them with all my heart <laughs> literally but I said hey, if I was supposed to about that privately it's like <laughs> I think a lot of us went through that thing where we thought mm. we can go and end up with our, our opposite <laughs> I really thought I think the reason why I probably tried to force myself because of obviously family all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff I did come out oh god I came out <laughs> a few years ago oh, and that cool. was a tough time I feel like coming out to parents you have to come out a few times you know I've not actually officially come out to my I mom I saw a tweet you, where someone tried to do that to you yeah my, my neighbour just this week wasn't he yes it was, it was literally what, like what happened ago. yeah I think literally like he was like for some reason, like they have some sort of beef or whatever. Oh. But like, yeah, like I've always beef with my neighbors. Yeah. But like, yeah, he literally just like, oh, you know, like she's gay or whatever, blah, blah, blah. What? But yeah, I was like, the fuck? Like, cause she told me. Mm-hmm. But I think like she was literally like, she didn't think much of it. She was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh my God, like, this is so like, weird. Uh, like what? Cause one thing mm-hmm. that I wish that I was told about coming out was that if that's for you, it's not about the other person. Cause when you come out, it's gonna be a thing where people are even gonna accept you more. Cause, oh, I knew that right there, I knew that. Yeah. Or they're gonna actually like either disown you or cut you off or that kind of stuff. I just wish that when I came out, I, even to like friends years before I came out to my mom, I came out to my friends first. Mm-hmm. I think from I've come out a few times. Oh my god, the stress! If it, I feel like you always have to come out though. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Secondary school came out. Uni came out. Yeah. <laughs> Creative thing came out. This yeah. one came out. Twitter came out. <laughs> it's like how many times do I have to come out? Obviously. <laughs> but I feel so. like for me, I'm I'm like if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. I feel like it kind of shows. <laughs> I don't really hide that well on Twitter. Oh, I actually have a question. Well, okay, go on. What do you? Have you, like, come out at work? Like, does everyone, like, know? At work? Okay, going back to this current job. I did, actually. Yes, I did. Oh, shout oh. out to Sydney. I'm going to see her, actually, next week. I'm going to do a photo shoot with her, man. They've been together for six years. They've been together for six years. And she's 22 or 21. I said, ha! Lord, when for me? <laughs> when when would it do for me? <laughs> oh, but shout out to her. But she, came, I came to her first on the day that I actually joined the, com- the company. Because we got along so well. We actually started on the same day. We got along, like, instantly till now. We're just so close. And it's like, Manny, there's something you want to tell me. I said... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I need to listen, feel comfortable. Like, I love you guys as you are. Like, she loved me from the first day. I said, wow, Aww. love her first time. Like, Sibel is just a, a family at this point. I feel like she's family. Big shout out to her. I had to come up one time with my supervisor because um, I think an auntie in the company, because I work for a Ghanaian company, oh, and okay. an auntie had overheard a conversation where I spoke about my future partner hypothetically as a partner, not as a wife or as a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I think she caught it from there. Obviously, Maybe she's probably suspected before. So I missed a day of work and then she asked my friend Sibel, oh, is he my dog? 
I was like, I can't do that for him. So when I came, I was like, what? So I've got to come out. So I had to speak to my supervisor because I was actually upset. I was like, if you want to ask, ask me. I'll, I'll say yes. <laughs> like, I'm not scared of anybody, you know? Of course, yeah. But the thing of people talking behind your back, people looking at you, Sarah. I know mm-hmm. when people look at you, they're like, hmm. There's an uncle because my company there's a lot of aunts and uncles as well. So I've worked for one of yeah. I used to work. Them for ones they well. are very judgmental. That's not yeah. for their words about their act, their eye contact alone, like <laughs> spitting you in your heart. Listen, but I think oh, but just owning it. I think as you get older, you start to get more comfortable because people, everyone's got their own stuff that they're going through in their life. Not just marriage and sexuality, but other things people are going through. Please, everyone should just be allowed to go through what they're going through, love themselves, discover themselves. Yes, but what has been the challenges or the... You know, let's go to the challenge first of even that journey so far for you. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, like like yourself, I used to work for a Ghanaian mm. owned company. To be honest, I didn't even come... I think I only came out to, like, one person mm. there, but, like, they were mostly, like, aunties and uncles. Mostly yeah, aunties. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's literally, like, there was just... Their beliefs were so much different than mine was. Wow. So I was like, I literally didn't even want to... Like, even, like, in regards to, like, my, t- my tattoo, for instance. Yeah. Like, I want to see that with you. Yeah, it says goddess. Oh, that's so cute. I love it. And the only one you got. Yeah, that's the only one. Cute. I want to get some I love more. it. I love it. But yeah, one of the like aunties was literally like, ah, have goddess on your ass. <laughs> Instead of you to put Lord, your God. Not the Lord now. Lord. The Lord, your God. Instead of you to be putting Lord, Lord your God. I was like, oh my God. Can you stop? Oh, Like gosh. from that alone, I was getting like so much for it's it. It's crazy. So I was like, it's I could crazy. never like talk about my sexuality. Imagine. You know, they'll always be like, oh, you'll find a husband one day. Oh, we'll pray for you. You'll find a husband. I was like. I hate that. You know what even comes out my mom as well? I talk about it here. It's the thing of like, oh, like, it's that belief of, you can change <laughs> or it, it can always, change literally no because the thing is before we come out to you we've actually gone through this for years but mm-hmm. we've, oh, we've prayed the gay away as people like to say yeah. pray the gay pray the bi pray the this away like pray the lgbtqia away <laughs> it ain't going i feel like it's even getting worse <laughs> listen it's getting it's stronger growing, so. it's only getting stronger so listen, listen. i'm gonna do me and just mm-hmm. love on me because the thing is that i feel like uh the community they kind of put it right to like promiscuity or that kind of stuff just being promiscuous just mm-hmm. being lustful mm-hmm. not everyone wants to just be lustful i, I want to find healthy love too you yeah. know yeah. but I feel like it's it's tough being black and queer so what has been your experience being black and queer because my one I'll get to that in a bit oh really <laughs> I'll get to that in a bit oh. you know what I'm still figuring it out I'm you know I'm still sort of coming to terms with it because you know I've only like for instance when I went to uni mm. I've I found like a lot of like accepting like black people there I didn't really have many black friends beforehand so mm. you know I like lived with like all Jamaican like people like, mm. and we, we got so close like wow. they're still like my siblings like to That's this day cute. But you know, they were. I think they were like the first people that actually like came out to. Wow. Like, came out to like officially, That's and they cute. were like super like accepting and yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, like I don't know. I thought I'm still finding my feet. Mm. I don't really. I'm like I'm still like I still struggle to find like black mm. queer like friends and stuff. But like it's, it's due to tough. like the internet, like mm. it's so easy to find like online friends and yeah. stuff, and like oh, yes. find like online communities. Yes. yes it's but true. yeah, it's still a foreign land to me. I feel. <laughs> I think the struggles for me about being black and or gay in my sense is the fact that I feel like on social media people are telling to pick one. Oh, <laughs> Whilst yeah. it's all part of my identity. I'm black. I'm gay. I'm a man mm-hmm. that likes men. Mm-hmm. It's as well. You know, I feel like it's very tough to obviously sometimes for example like the Black Lives Matter movement, people always take away the LGBTQ because for example, mm-hmm. there's been tweets from other people where it's like, oh, um, uh, they're saying we should pick a side but these times you can be black and LGBTQIA exactly. at the same time like exactly. it's just they, like they kind of erase us from the movement that, that makes sense and Rosie and um, Nana spoke about how it's like you almost battle like Dwight 
even join this fight? Is it is it even my fight to even join into? But I think I've had to understand, you know what, I'm black always, I'm, I'm gay yeah. always. So this, I'm still going to fight for my people, I'm still going to still fight yeah. for us. But that's been very challenging. I feel also making friends, all that kind of stuff, I feel very like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very standoffish at first. Oh, really? You have to read the room. You have to, because you have to know, mm. okay, is this, is this room for me, first of all? That's It's my room. Like, people can be more comfortable, obviously, if, if they're hetero. <laughs> if they're mm. hetero now, they can obviously enter the room. They, that comes about from being gay as well, especially someone that's, that's not like, well, I don't know how to even mask or if I'm fair, I don't know how to even, <laughs> I hate all these terms. Oh my God. Uh, so but I think when you hear me talk and you get to know me more, you're going to obviously know that mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there is the fem and the mask combined together. Mm-hmm. You know, so of course, in that time as well, people are looking at you sideways. But as I said, all about just owning who you are. Just owning who you are unapologetically. I create that motto, do you, and be unapologetic because it was much for me to me. Because at that time, was I living it? I don't think I was 100%, but I want that to be my goal. So I think mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, it's now become a part of my life. Like, just, just be me. Just on, the, on Twitter. Hi, I'm on this. Hi, I'm, I'm in real life as mm-hmm. well. Talking about all the means. Is, all the means. <laughs> So you know, I just, I just, I'm loving the journey. Cause I feel like, I feel like, cause I feel like when you when you grow up, you're all ashamed for being who you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm ashamed. I love it. Mm. I love this journey so much, and I think. Just, just to own it. That's my advice to my people then. Just own it and yeah. be unapologetic with it. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, in terms of like putting a wall, I sort of understand what you mean mm. because oh, that's one thing I really hate about the black community because it's literally yeah. like so, it's like people keep saying, oh, you know, we've progressed so much. Like, people are so accepting. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, people are literally like so like queerphobic and homophobic. Like when it comes to, to transphobic. Oh, transphobia. oh, the transphobia. Oh, let's not even miss out that Listen, I've just been doing blocker, 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 blocker on Twitter every single day. I feel like every day I've got to block somebody for being homophobic. Transphobic, Literally every day someone shows their ass. Unprovoked. Like. And I think what annoys me even more is when they try to link with pedophilia. I'm like, oh, are you done what you stupid? Most. Which I think someone that did it the other day on Twitter blocked. I didn't even mm-hmm. get, I almost even quoted it. And it was like, why am I doing this? Like, why do I have to keep on speaking? Oh, God, let's just block, report even. I'm even reporting. I mean, yeah. what? <laughs> reporting, you can be going with your account. <laughs> you can be going. Yeah. What advice do you have to give to people that are like you out there? What advice do you have to give? Honestly, you're always going to be able to find your own people. Yes. I know it's very cliche, but honestly, yeah. like, I mean, I feel like I found my people mm. quite late, but yeah. honestly, but no, it's never too late. It's yeah, never too late. Exactly. Yeah. I think I saw a tweet from somebody talking about, oh, how, oh, is it too late in like in your 20s to find friends? Listen, mm-hmm. it's not everyone that can make friends from like their childhood or from their teens and still have them today. If you if you do, you're blessed, of course. But I think time does not define the shelf of a friendship, you know. So if you're going to meet a friend in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, do it. Do mm-hmm. it. Obviously, just be, be cautious. Have a spot discernment. Don't let people take you for an idiot, you know. <laughs> know people's intentions observe as well but yes i think as you said just like you said you'll find your people and find yourself as well it's so oh my god it's so yeah. important and that that one alone is not something that is a one-day thing it's forever no, it's it such is a, it's still a journey like even for me oh my god because i think i have another channel before i even end the episode is being about being black and gay is that dating world oh my god oh my god <laughs> let's not <laughs> Because you know what, yeah, I feel like I've found myself in a predicament, if I'm being very honest here, where I might expand out of my race. Oh, really? Because I am tired. Uh-huh. I don't think I want to, but I'm not going to close that door completely. I feel like... I don't think I can do white, white. <laughs> I don't what, 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 but do I can spicy do... <laughs> I can do a little bit of like, outside of the UK-ish, you know? Like, I, don't know. I never know, because I just think... 
it's just tough. I feel like there's a lot of the same kind of guys out there where it's thing of they're trying to fight themselves. Mm-hmm. They're someone that, if I'm being honest, a little bit broken as well. Like, like yeah. and the child has literally finished them. Is fit to finish. What's great such a low It's all done. It's done out here. Like literally, so I feel like it's tough. But I feel like I'm in a process where I'm just enjoying my time, just focusing on the podcast, mm-hmm. getting that money. You know, just mm-hmm. make sure that I'm good for myself. And because I feel like the issue of me even dating when I was younger is the fact that I was trying to find happiness somebody else. <laughs> yeah, like, how life will humble you with that one. God. <laughs> Life will tell you, listen, buddy, or whoever you are, like, if you don't find that happiness in yourself, you're going to find it in somebody else. You're going to be in the wrong people. Mm-hmm. You're going to be not healthy. You're going to be toxic. And I feel like, you know what? Just, if you're single right now, just continue to find yourself. Even if, you, mm-hmm. if you're somebody, continue to study yourself, know yourself, know your strengths, know your weaknesses, know how you love. Is mm-hmm. it healthy? Yeah. <laughs> Those are questions you have to ask yourself because... <laughs> These times, these streets are, are dirty. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like the black queer like dating scene is mm. just so small. <sighs> and I feel like everyone knows everybody. Everyone knows everybody. It's happened to me so many times. I'm it's just like so over it. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's too now. much. It's too Literally, much. Literally, that's why sometimes mm-hmm. I don't mind like not dating for a while. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like I feel like I've not been in a relationship for wait four years now. Oh my god. Ooh. But the last time I dated was last year. Oh. <laughs> Or bad times. All I can say is that I'm glad that myself, even my ex, my ex, me and my ex are cool. And then the person mm-hmm. I dated last year were cool as well. It's just friends, yeah, I can't come and kill myself. I feel like I've had to understand, you know what? <laughs> just because you're cool, don't tell me you have to go back there again. Of course, yeah, for sure. No, for sure. because it's too much. It's, it's too, exactly. The headache is too much. I feel yeah. like, I've, as I said before, I've known, I've noticed that in my past relationship, I've been more happier single than I was when I was in this relationship. Oh, really? You know, yeah, I feel like, okay, relationship was good, but the ending was damaging. Oh my God. Oh. I just think I can date today. <laughs> I oh. think I've, got, I've got this because that was a lot. It was just a whole madness. I first spoke about it before in episode two, I think. So it's a long oh, story. We've got, so, yeah. got a few minutes. It was episode two. So that one, it hit a whole story there. And the one I dated yeah. last year too. It's a lot yeah. of... Oh. Yeah. Uh, question, I said my Ghanaian, so I say question, it's a lot of stupidity, <laughs> you know, but... Sometimes I have think about my exes and people I've dated in the past that they're good people but just horrible lovers. Me, I want a good person and a good lover. That's it's it. That, oh my god, <laughs> that's is that all too I much want. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think what I was dating before I even wrap it up again is the fact you don't ask for too much. You're mm-hmm. Just wanting to come on respect, come in um, reciprocation mm-hmm. in the three. <laughs> come on reciprocation. Is that too hard? <laughs> Uh-uh. Honestly, <laughs> no. But listen, the future is uh, bright for us. I love you, Lord Sears. I love oh, you so. You. Much. I love what you do. I love what you stand for. I know the future is going to be bright for you. I, I just love to speak positive to people's lives. It's going to be bright for you. And I'm so excited. You. All I'm the so same excited. Listen, listen. Know Honestly. your worth as a creative. Keep on making the price go up, up, up. I will. I will. Oh my god. <laughs> you, the yeah. playback pod. Shout that out to the playback here. pod. The playback pod so artwork that you did. That's a rebrand. That is what you call rebrand. Oh my god, thank (laughs) you. Beautiful concept, beautiful execution. Where can people find you before we wrap the episode up? Um well I'm on Twitter, um Immeculo. So that's it for them. I M E K U L O. Yes. Um I'm also on Instagram with that same handle as well. Mm -hmm. But for my art page, you can find me on uh, um at K uh X M O L O. Underscore. I just. I've never actually had those moments. Had those moments. And also, you had. You also got a, a page for like um STEM slash craze as well. So what's the page? For oh that yeah. One? Oh yeah. On um on Twitter. Yeah, craze in STEM. Literally yes. at creatives in STEM. Yes. It's been your boy Manny, the classic Manny show. Let us know your thoughts using <laughs> the hashtag TCM show. Don't forget to share, to rate, to follow, and subscribe. And don't forget to always do y'all and be unapologetic always. Bye. <laughs>
Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a classic man.